Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs. Welcome back to another episode of the Web3 Innovators podcast. In today's episode, I'm sharing a Web3 perspective. I'm a big believer in the premise and utility of Web3. However, I'm no speculator. If you want to cut through the hype and develop your own insights on Web3 and where we're heading, keep listening. Finally, if you like what you hear, please subscribe and leave a review. Can AI fix Web3 UX? It's no secret that the user experience still has a long way to go with many Web3 applications. This isn't the first time I've touched on this, but with each year that goes by, I would like to see incremental improvements that magically compound over time. When I'm working with any Web3 application or transacting with crypto for that matter, it still feels almost as clunky as it did seven years ago when I first entered the space. Perhaps I'm a Luddite with my approach, but I would consider myself someone who's relatively well-versed in this area, with the following devices and software being used in some capacity. Ledger devices, Metamask, Coinbase's browser wallet, Gnosis Multisig, other cold wallets, Parity Signer, Phantom, the list goes on. There are small tweaks that are good to see, such as Ledger's S Plus model that now has a larger screen, a welcome change from the tiny screen of the standard previous S model, MetaMask has some nice tweaks to ensure transactions don't fail too regularly too, which is great. However, there's still some pretty universal frustrations. Browser-based wallets constantly vanish as they're popping up with your browser and you often need to jump between tabs when using them. If you're using more than one browser-based wallet, good luck trying to ensure the correct one is selected when you connect to an app. It doesn't appear to matter on a lot of sites if you select Coinbase or MetaMask as your wallet of choice. If you want to send funds from centralized exchanges such as Coinbase, you still need to figure out the transaction fees yourself. Their UI doesn't calculate it correctly. Funding a wallet in cryptocurrency you don't already own is clunky. It generally involves sending funds to an exchange via a bank transfer, then buying the crypto on that exchange and finally depositing it back into the new wallet. On top of this, there's still the general nervousness I face with having to triple or quadruple check recipients' addresses. The reason that the majority of users are willing to put up with this is that the majority of Web3 users are trying to chase profits. They're not leisure users. In this respect, I love speaking with gaming companies as they're acutely aware of the fact that if the user experience sucks, people will not play their games. This is where it's been great seeing the progress being made by some of the Web3 gaming companies, Mythical Games being one such example. Their NFT Rivals game has been downloaded over 1 million times. Layer 2 just compounds the problem. Users need to typically bridge their assets from the base layer chain, which just adds to the complexity for the users. Every time I have to do this stuff, I'm reminded just how clunky everything is. Sure, things are improving, but we need some big jumps to happen. We'll rely on Web 2.5 solutions where companies abstract away much of the complexity for users. The technology is simply not forgiving enough. Of the different apps I've used, The one that still stands out as having a streamlined experience is the Ethereum name service. When I use their app, I find myself coming away feeling that was pretty smooth with their nice progress bars demonstrating changes taking place. ChatGPT, AI assistants, large language models are the flavor of the month in tech. However, I do believe one area they could significantly benefit in Web3 is addressing the user experience. Imagine if an AI-based assistant could look after your wallet's private keys for you where instead of having to use browser-based wallets, you could simply speak to your AI agent to take care of whatever activity you wish to undertake. This would circumvent much of the clunkiness of dealing with Web3 UX as it stands. Users have a series of hoops to go through themselves, which are disparate. 
but could be significantly automated if the automation tool knew the user's private key or had access to their wallet. Building the trust for such a solution is non-trivial. You would need to build trust first of all between the AI agent and the user, ensuring that they will not act in any way nefarious or that would result in them not doing exactly what the user asked. Additionally, the physical keys would need to be held securely such that a rogue AI agent couldn't steal them. But presuming we could get there, it would be a lot better than what we have now. A simple transfer could look like this, where I enter, please send one ETH from csvenson.eth to beer.eth. And then the AI replies, sure, you're about to send one ETH from csvenson.eth and then displays the source address to beer.eth and then displays the recipient address. And then it says the transaction cost is approximately 47 cents given current gas prices. Would you like to proceed? Although this example is simplistic, things get a lot more interesting when you think about interfacing with dApps running on other Layer 2 networks. Perhaps you ask the question, where can I get the best return currently for my ETH? And then it comes back and says, the Earn Finance Weth Vault on Optimism is currently offering a 5.61% return on wrapped Ether. Please can you deposit 10 ETH from csvenson.eth into this vault, I say. And the AI responds, of course, the following transactions will be performed. 1. Deposit 10 ETH in Optimism via the Optimism Bridge. 2. Swap 10 Optimism ETH for 10 wrapped ETH or WETH on Uniswap. 3. Deposit 10 WETH into the Yen WETH Vault. The transaction cost is approximately 5.35 given current gas prices. Would you like to proceed? What's there to stop the AI from performing bridging transactions for you and sending funds to an application on that network, verifying each step along the way on your behalf? Given the obscurity of most transactions that users are signing, I believe having an agent could quite quickly gain the trust of users in helping decipher what they are asking users to do with them. We've already seen AI assisting with smart contract audits and whilst helpful for helping to secure Web3 applications, I believe its impact could be far more profound in the area of Web3 UX. Being able to trust the AI assistance will take time, data needs to be properly secured and providers need to be trusted. However, if we do start seeing user-facing technologies such as wallets embracing them, all of a sudden a lot more users could start to be less intimidated by the Web3 ecosystem. Thanks for listening. That's it for this episode. I have one favour to ask. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit that subscribe button and leave a review. I provide these perspectives as I believe Web3 is the greatest innovation to emerge since the internet. If you want to get smarter about Web3, you can head to web3perspectives.com for more insights. Thank you.